Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and I hope you are having a fantastic day, and thank you very much for joining me today. So, when did we learn that it's not okay to say no. I was just sitting uh, watching a Dr. Axe video actually on essential oils. I'm gonna post it on the Living Well Facebook page because you know what, he does just such a brilliant job. There's no point in me re-recording that. And I'm a huge essential oil person. And I'm not even sure how that jumped where my train of thought was going with all of this. But um, I just uh, was in a fair bit of pain this morning so I jumped in my bath with my essential oils and Epsom that all ease all that tension and, and pain and such for me and have learned to use a, a number of things that have helped with my life. And something just got me thinking about one thing and then the next thing, and I thought, no. Now, I, th- I my husband just took off on a fishing trip for a couple of days. Um, he's leaving in the afternoon, but he's going straight from work, so he, he's, he's gone, he's already he's left, and I won't see him till Sunday night. And I think it was something I was thinking in my head about him and I, and uh, something we were involved with, and wondering why we didn't say no to that. I can't even remember what the situation was, but I'm nattering, it really doesn't matter. But I realized when, how did we learn this? Because let me tell you, it's something that I have learned to do as I've gotten older with maturity. Now, that got me thinking about a number of reasons of why we're like this. Now, part of it is I'm Canadian and uh, born and raised Canadians here for a number of generations. We tend to be quite polite. We don't like making scenes and we don't try and cut in line and we're just it really bothers us actually when people are rude and uh and we feel very uncomfortable when we're rude so it's just a, we know we get made fun of on the world stage it's it's quite funny but we're okay with that we'd rather be <clears throat> known as a as a polite nation than than lots of other things that could be said about us and i got thinking about my household and i realized you know what everything in my household was no and i thought oh That's interesting. If I look back on anything in my life, now, always had the ability to change minds. We, I was, I grew up, you know, quite spoiled in a lot of avenues and was given a a lot in life. My father was a fabulous provider and, and we had lots of fun and a lot of outdoor activities. We did a lot, but that initial request almost all the time, my memory anyways, is always no especially with my mom, hands down with my mom. And later on with my dad, because my requests as I got older were, were bigger. You know, I wanted to start businesses. I wanted to change schooling. I wanted to do this, that, and next thing. It doesn't really matter what it was. Um, I was always had some dream on the go and the answer was always no, 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 no. I've heard no most of my life. And I wonder if that's what affected me to not behave that way. So here's just a little side note. Something I learned in a, in a course in my 20s and it shaped my life forever. And it was actually talking about, you know, all the trauma and drama we bring from our childhood. And I think I spoke on Monday about um, our language, about how we say, I want to be this or I want this, not I'm tired of having this in my life and I don't want any more of this because the universe just gives us what we, it just keeps bringing us what we talk about and what we focus on. So the double negative does not work with the universe. You must say, I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be successful. Those are the, you know, you've got to use that verbiage. So this particular therapist was talking about how you do not want to say, I do not want to be like my mother. And that was really funny because in my early twenties, that's all I focused on. I just did not want to be like that woman. And I tied up a lot of victim and a lot of angst and a lot of anger around that uh, point of view, which was so wasn't bothering my mother in the least, but it was tearing my life apart. So this therapist or this public speaker, but he was a therapist, 
huge audience. I was in a room of like 1,500 people uh, when I was in my very early 20s. And he was saying, you need to focus on being the person and the parent you want to be. And at 22 years of age, I was a mother. So these were the things that I was trying to, you know, open my mind. And I just, I wanted wisdom. I, I now had this little life to look after. And by the time he was two, I was divorced. And I'd really mussed up my life in my early 20s. Made so many poor decisions and burnt so many bridges with my family that uh, and, and embarrassed them in ways that they just couldn't cope with with their upbringing that I needed to change. I needed to change. Not them. I did. And I needed to focus on not saying I don't want to be that way. I want to choose to be this way. So I wonder a little bit if that's sometimes where the I became a yes man. Everything was, sure, I can handle that. Sure, I can do that. To the point where really by the time I'd hit 30, I could literally... Uh, just, I was wearing myself right out. I never, ever said no. That is so unhealthy. It is just so unhealthy. So yeah, it's just really, really bad, bad to be that way. So I've always been, you know, I've always taken on more. I really have a tough time saying no. And I used to joke when I started coaching a few years back, uh, getting people to practice in the mirror, literally stand in the mirror, look at the mirror and say, no, thank you. Oh, I really appreciate that. But no, that opportunity is not right for me. No, 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 if you have to get firm. And uh, this is where people get, you know, they go to Mexico and they're just har harassed by all the sellers and they just can't say no. And they come home and go, why did I buy that? Because we struggle saying no. We just struggle with it. And honestly, it should be a very polite and firm and positive part of your vocabulary because everything happening around you is not for you. Okay, every opportunity is not right for you. Every situation, every food offering, everything you want to buy, it may not be right for you. There are certain jobs that are not right for you. I have turned down jobs throughout the years and people are like, are you crazy? Especially when I was younger, you know, especially my family. My dad's always worried, you know, Shelly, what were you thinking? It's like that job was not right for me. I've never been without work really other than a short period of time at 18 or 19, 19 years of age. I have never been without work. So I'm certainly not saying that this was a situation where I was just trying to find myself. Not at all. But that you need to know and be uh, decisive and be clear, have clarity around where you fit into someone's world and where they fit into yours or a situation or a thing same thing fits into your world and it fits into yours so just a little aside uh, story I used to laugh because this is a parenting thing as well and we used to make fun of my sister so I'm not repeating anything we haven't said to her face or that she'll admit herself my sister was the queen of no 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 but she never could stay firm like that was one thing that we came had disagreements in our family over parenting styles because when my son just crossed a line, the answer was no, and I stayed firm. There was I was there was no backing down from that, and it caused some issues a couple times in our family as as, as people were interfering and things like that, and probably things they shouldn't have been, but whatever. That's what family does. But her kids knew that on the fifth time she'd say yes. By the time they were four, they knew even into teenage years, seven seven no's, and Angie would relent every single time. So anyways, it just kind of became, um, sorry, if you can hear a slight break in my podcast, the phone just won't stop ringing today. And both times were I, numbers I recognize, usually the, the office line, the home line, I never even touch it. It's always solicitation. So I let it go to voicemail, but apparently the people that needed to speak to me. So I apologize for that. Uh, but this was sort of our family joke was that uh, Angie has three girls and they were relentless, relentless. When you saw it in action, you literally just bit the inside of your cheek and watched it happen. It was the funniest thing. And they loved doing it 
when we were all over because they know now Angie has an audience so the whole family's there and my mom's kind of similar to my sister this way they they all give in eventually to the grandkids um and uh, so my mother she's a bit of a soft touch when it comes to the four grandkids as well so she didn't sort of back Angie up in her ability to say no either so these kids would just go please please until she just couldn't handle it you're raising three girls that were all in a four-year age gap and oh my goodness she would just lose her lose her mind and say fine and they knew that they knew five to seven times answer was yes so they just had to you know they just had to wait it out and harass her to death anyways I just used to think that was just the funniest thing ever um it really wasn't because unfortunately People also, on the other side of that stick, need to learn to be told no. Otherwise, you're raising entitled children that just feel that they're going to get their way all the time, and then they go into school, they might get a bad professor, they're always going to have a bad boss, and they're going to spend their lives in victim mode thinking the world owes them. And that is one of the biggest in North America um, kind of complaints and criticisms that we have about this new generation is that the generation of parents just a few years uh, younger than I am. So I'm already in my 50s or, or my generation because they maybe had children later. But the kids that are coming into that those adulthoods now, they just don't understand that the world is, owes, doesn't owe them. The world doesn't. You know, no is a, something they need to hear. A child needs to understand boundaries. A teenager has to understand more. I swear a teenager needs more boundaries than a two-year-old. The boundaries are just different. Um, while their hormones and their brain functioning is flying all over the map, you need to be the box that contains them and keeps them safe. Not every child is wired that way, but the majority are. And it's a scientific fact how their brains and emotions and everything work at that particular age. And a little child, you of course you have to say no to a child. They have to understand that they cannot touch electrical outlets and walk into the street and not hold your hand crossing a road. These are not things that mean you're being a bad parent. It means that you are raising a safe and productive child. Okay, no needs to be part of the vocabulary on both sides of the equation or the negative outcome is quite severe. So this is just sort of a short podcast today. I don't even know how this jumped in my head, but maybe someone out there needed to hear this today. Practice saying no in the mirror. You can be polite, but be firm and understand. And it's a process. This isn't going to work every time. I still get suckered into things. At I turn 52 in three weeks. I booked myself actually off to a trip to Vegas for by myself for four days because really from where I live, there's no place you can go for $500 for four days. There's just no place in North America that you can go to the sun and sit by a pool for $500 round trip, airfare included. I mean, there's just, there's just, there's just, I couldn't go to the hotel down the street for that in my own backyard. It's quite insane. So uh, off I'm going and I am just going to go to the shows that my husband doesn't like to go to, all the chicky flicks and eat what I want to eat and go shopping and spend three days by the pool reading a book that he has no interest in. So it'll be great. I just need some downtime. And uh, at this age, I still, the point of that was, the uh, get stuck sometimes going, oh my gosh, I did not say yes to that. Well, what was the podcast from last week talking about the client that, uh, that I parted ways with? And it was like, oh, thank God, because I didn't say no. <laughs> so it is a process. Remember, perfection is an illusion and practice makes perfect and it's about the journey. So you just need to make a decision that the next time something comes up, bite your tongue, stare at the person stupidly if you have to for 30 seconds and let them think you're an idiot to say I'm sorry I just need you to give me a minute because I need to process whether the answer is yes or no this is your life take back your power have a great day everyone and I'll catch you on the flip side thank you for joining me here today and if you subscribe to my podcast you won't miss a thing 
remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.